Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special returning guest from the podcast Doughboys and Get Played. It's Nick Weiger. Hi. Hi. Thanks Happy for coming Clay back. Day. <laughs> oh my God, oh, it is wow. Clay Day. So uh, exciting. I didn't know that. <laughs> he's returning today. I'm, I did something sneaky. And when they said Clay might come back this week, I grabbed him in the fantasy league. Oh, wow. Smart. I don't know if that's sneaky. I'm, I'm surprised he was still on the board. Yeah. I mean, our league is falling apart. I've barely looked at okay. it. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think Ed, Edgar probably hasn't logged in. Edgar I haven't logged out. in. I think it. I think part of it is it got so frustrating with all the health and safety protocols. Oh yeah, that it was like, yes. uh, what can I even do at this point? Like, half of my players are injured, you know, yeah. and out. It, so it's madness. It's a truly chaotic fantasy season. I, I'm in a very, very active fantasy league. Shout out the basket chat, my basketball group chat. Um, we have a we have a fantasy league we play there, and it's just the. It's the opposite of your league. Like it like the waiver wire is so active that basically <laughs> there's no one on the board. There's just no one available. <laughs> wow. And your only chance of getting anyone is like I got very lucky in that I, I was able to acquire Omer Yurt seven uh, of the Miami Heat, who is like <laughs> averaging 15 rebounds a game. Oh, my God. Uh, but, a, but a guy who only got minutes basically because of the COVID so, uh, health and safety protocols. So it's 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 as it's as wild as the rest of the world right now in, in fantasy NBA. Yeah. You didn't think you'd be fighting over him? I didn't know. I didn't think Omer Yurt 7 would be a hot property, but the guy's good. He can play. You know, another thing that happened is... Like you would add a guy, you're like, ah, I don't know this guy, but he's doing great numbers. And then you realize like, oh, he's just on like a 10 day contract. And right. all of a sudden he's <laughs> yeah, gone and you yeah. can't get rid of him. Yeah. You yeah. never see his name again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Nick, we do want to acknowledge that we're we're really appreciative that you canceled the Doughboys tour so you just, could be on Dunktown again. Yeah. Just for this, Mitch was very upset, uh, but I put my foot down. <laughs> I was like, look, they asked first. Yeah. But we're we're putting these dates on hold. Yeah. And it was the right thing to do. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, we'd be traveling to six cities in five days. We'd be doing that right now. That's a safe thing to do. Oh God. Yeah. Oh man. We all were like because we right. were going to go. Anastasia yeah. and I were going to go to Phoenix um, to see the Doughboys show. And also her family's there. So it was just an excuse to do something. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, world falls apart every like three yeah. or four months or so. Yeah. yeah. We were like, we're safe. <laughs> everything's good. Yeah. We can travel. Making plans. We can lick each other's teeth again. Yes. yes. <laughs> Always looking you, you forward probably- to that. Uh, with you, with your format being so topical, you probably rarely bank episodes and rarely are ahead, but we'll we'll do that sometimes on the Doughboys podcast. And it will be we've reached a point now where we're like, okay, what tragedy should we be anticipating <laughs> when this episode releases in six weeks? Like, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of yeah, like because then it it feels out if it's too far out from when you record it, it feels like you know you can tell it the world feels more hopeful or something. And you're like, yes, okay, yeah. this is, yeah. So you just have to record a couple like um, statements that you can plug in. Like uh, our heart goes out to the fallen uh, yeah. soldiers of the second capital insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can fill in the details later. You just yes. edit it in. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, welcome to our new overlord. And, yeah, you just kind of like <laughs> gotta shout out the overlord. <laughs> um. So you did something wild on Friday. You ate chicken for the first time. That's right. In a year, right? Congratulations! How was it? Uh, I so I got some. We did a live Doughboy show on on our Twitch channel. And I had some wing or sorry, not wings, some thighs from Thigh Stop, Wingstop's label and their sub brand. 
they 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 were tremendous. I mean, and I and I even knew like intellectually, like these are not like the best quality wings. This is this is maybe probably a little too salty, you know, well seasoned but just heavy on the salt. Mm-hmm. But I still was just like, this is just so satisfying and and primal to eat meat after having had such a long stretch of just you know I I ate completely vegetarian, uh, you know, no fish either for all of 2021. So yeah, it was it was really uh really really jumping back in. Um, and I, I don't know. I thought it was delightful. I like, I, I guess I wish I liked it less because it would be easier to <laughs> yeah. eat less meat, but it's delicious. Yeah. Did you feel sick at all? No, I, you know what? I, I'd had I a little a bit myth of myth that I'm, cause yeah. I'm vegetarian and people would always be like, well, if you eat, I've been vegetarian since I was 10 years old. And people are like, if you eat meat now, you're just going to puke it up. And I'll, accidentally get like ground beef in a taco bell burrito or something and i've never puked it up (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i don't i guess if you're like very sensitive or something yeah but yeah i think anything that your body's maybe not accustomed to it also depends on how sensitive your 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 tummy is i guess but uh you know like i think anything your body hasn't been accustomed to that you haven't had in a while could could wreak havoc but i think probably the bigger issue is is a vegan having dairy. Yes. Cause that's 100%. just like, if you haven't had dairy in a while and you go and you have like you, you, some, some milk, I had a friend who was a friend of a friend who was vegan for many years and ended up doing a shot of Bailey's oh, at no. a party wow. and what like literally vomiting blood. Oh my um, God. It was that, that bad of a reaction. So yeah. Did they not realize there was dairy in it? No, I think they were just being an idiot. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, hey, that's a Bailey's. <laughs> Dipshit. Yeah, why take a shot of Bailey's anyway? I mean, honestly, no it idea. sounds Awful. like it might be better than like doing a shot of tequila or something to me at least i don't yeah, know maybe but yeah I, I think this was a call co- this was this was college era so it was like kind of that like you know a 20 year old's judgment right that's why you do a shot of bailey's i even i like if i don't eat ice cream for a long time which i i rarely eat ice cream but then i eat it and it upsets my stomach yeah i love ice cream i eat it all the time <laughs> You're love just, it so much. You're so just good. keeping your stomach prime. Yeah, I'll never. That'll never happen to me. So, do you think you're like? How do you feel about your veg? I'm curious about this, having been vegetarian for a long time. How did you feel about your vegetarian year? I found it easier than I expected. Yeah, uh, like I rarely craved meat. The things that I, 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 I surprisingly never craved like bacon or anything. I thought mm-hmm. like, oh, for sure, I'm gonna want some pork at some point, but it just never manifested. And even now, when I can't, when I do have the leeway to have it, if I want, I, I'm still like, I just don't think I'm, I'm. I probably just won't have pork again. Beef, similarly, like maybe I could have a steak at some point for a special occasion, but honestly, not really. The things I was craving were like fish and poultry. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, and also coincidentally, those are, you know, a little bit less ecologically devastating in terms of how they're produced than, you know, red meat. So I, I feel a little bit better if I'm having some of that in moderation. But honestly, I was like, it's a pretty easy adaptation these days in particular. And I think this is part of why my red uh, meat cravings were suppressed with the Impossible and Beyond products, yeah, right. which have gotten so good. I mean, do you, do you Anastasia, someone has been vegetarian for so long, do you like those? Because I know a lot of longtime vegetarians are like, they don't really crave meat flavors and textures. If I'm going out somewhere, mm-hmm. I'll get an Impossible Burger, and that's great. But when I'm cooking at home, I never want the the stuff that is close to the taste of meat. Like, right. my favorite veggie burger is the cowboy quinoa burger at Trader Joe's, which is like quinoa and beans and grains. You know, it's like it doesn't look or taste like me at all. Um, Immediately Googling this. Sorry. (laughs) That's I it's so flavorful and tasty, but I never I like the beyond sausages are also really fun when you're at a barbecue. But I never oh, okay. want to make them at home. Like interesting. Yeah, that's the cowboy quinoa burger. That definitely is like the more of the traditional veggie patty. Yeah, just what's like like the, you were saying, it's what's it's on more, the bottom you, part? You the, oh, that's just bread. I think. Oh, okay. Or 
cheese or something. Pineapples? Pineapples. Looks like a pineapple layer, honestly. Yeah. It does. <laughs> All right. Is that what makes it a cowboy? Yeah. Cowboys love pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the Impossible Whopper. I think it's great. We did that on the double. Remember? No, that was a black bean Whopper. They didn't used to have Impossible, but they always, Burger King always had this black bean burger that was so good. Oh. But anyways, I feel like a lot of longtime vegetarians that I know, it's like, yeah, you'll eat that fake meat stuff because it's always nice to have an option, but it's not healthy. (laughs) And so if I actually want to get my nutrients, like, for example, instead of using the fake ground beef, because Impossible has incredible fake ground beef, but instead of using that, I just use lentils as my ground beef substitute and you can season it really well. And I'm actually getting protein and nutrients from the lentils. Right. But that being said, the one thing after 30 years of vegetarianism that I crave is fried chicken and chicken nuggets. Mm. For some reason, the smell of chicken nuggets and fried chicken still gets me. And so my favorite chicken nugget is oddly enough Gardein. I don't think they do anything else well, but they have a store like freezer section chicken nugget that is so good. And it's like a new thing. Interesting. Yeah, I I because I have not had great experience with the Gardein brand. I, I've had the the daring fake chicken, which I thought I thought was pretty decent. I, I I agree. Like I don't think Gardein as a whole is good, but that ultimate chicken nugget is incredible. Wow! And there's I also try it. There, there's another brand called like Jack and Jill or something like that. That's pretty good. I hate the okay. Morningstar chicken nuggets. Costco has a good chicken nugget. <laughs> you can tell I've really tasted them all. But which ones do they use at Fatburger? Oh, I don't know, but I haven't tried them yet. Have you tried those, Nick? I believe they have the impossible ones and I have not tried them. I haven't had the impossible nugs. Uh, I am, and I'm curious about them because, you know, impossible's, like you were saying, impossible's ground beef substitute is pretty darn good. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try those. Yeah. They look good and I bet they're good. I mean, yeah, impossible does a really good job. Yeah. I didn't know they, I didn't know they did stuff other than beef. Not until recently. Yeah. It's like they've they've expanded into chicken. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to check it out. But yeah, I feel like it's once you know the tips and tricks, it's pretty easy being vegetarian. And, and you can Especially also. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's a big part of it being in the in the greater L.A. area. But also it's it's you can eat just like so much garbage and be vegetarian like you like you were talking taco bell and like yeah it's so easy to order a vegetarian at taco bell or or del taco uh and yeah with the with so many of these fast food places now having you know carl's carl's jr slash hardy's has a beyond patty Uh, as you mentioned burger king has the impossible patty McDonald's has the McPlant, which they're taking national, wow. uh, which which we had pretty recently and was and is honestly pretty good as well. So nice. is that like their own formula? Here's the thing. I think they just wanted their own branding because mm. it's still a beyond patty, okay. but they're calling it the McPlant. I think it's maybe a little bit of a customized formulation, uh, but they it's 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 a beyond's product. Mm. I see. Yeah, I just thought of another restaurant here in the LA area called Burger Lords, which is my mm, favorite vegan restaurant in LA that does like burgers. And they make their own patty and it's a grain kind of patty as well. So I think that's just kind of what I'm into more. I'm realizing. Yeah. Um, grainy gal. Yeah, I'm a grainy gal. <laughs> <laughs> But it's hard. You don't want to have too much of anything. I think that's the problem with vegetarian diets um, and especially vegan diets is you end up eating the same foods all the time. You have a lot of soy, which is not good. It's not good to eat too much of anything. You know, you have a lot of grain and you have a lot of carbs and the carbs was the main issue. I found myself just having when I when I when I was limited from having meat as a protein source it's just like yeah i'm 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 having extra 
sweet potatoes or extra rice just all the time just to just to mix up what I'm eating. And because uh, you can't just like have some tuna salad or something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was was your wife doing it with you or was she was she eating meat? Oh, no, no. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's uh, Natalie has a very uh, my lovely wife. Natalie has a very, very diet. She eats uh, she eats pretty much everything. So, yeah, she honestly uh, I'll, I'll retract that a little bit because we would always uh, I would always prepare vegetarian meals for the two of us and she would do the same. So when we're cooking at home, we're cooking dinners, uh, mm-hmm. then those were vegetarian dinners, although she'd maybe sometimes uh, give herself some meat in her in her, in her portion. Yeah. Uh, but as far as her diet in general, yeah, she was she's basically eating whatever. Would you say you you enjoy cooking? Yeah, I do. I I, I wish I was I wish I had more things I could make. Yeah, I, I very much get into ruts of like, OK, I do this mm-hmm. and I do this uh, to a degree of competency. And so I'm going to make this like every other week, you know. Right. And so I, I have a rotation of just so many of, of just a, a, a handful of standard dishes, which is kind of fluctuated because I've had to, to, to modify things a little bit eating eating plant based this past year. But it's. Yeah, I, I I do like cooking. Do you like cooking? Yeah, I mean, I I think you know when I was younger, I ate a lot of fast food. I mean, I ate Taco Bell for lunch pretty much every day in college. Hell yeah! Um, because I I grew up in Arizona. There's not that much vegetarian options in Arizona right. when I was a kid. So Taco Bell was a great cheap. You know, I could get a bean and cheese burrito, and it was great. But it took me a long time to learn to like cooking. And now I love it and it's so much easier and better as a vegetarian or vegan to enjoy cooking. Like you kind of, you're going to be healthier. You're going to be, um, have more variety the more you cook, you know, obviously I I gotta, I don't really like it because I live on my own and it's cooking for one person is, can be a slog. Or it's like, yeah, you either end up with a lot that I get sick of and I don't want to eat for leftovers forever. Um, or it's or yeah, I don't know. It's just that's my thing is I'll make, you know, one big dish and have it like for four days. And yeah. I know you're not into I, that I get as very, much. Agata. Yeah. I could eat it for like a couple meals and then I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm good. I lived on my own for such a like actually like on my own. I lived with roommates for many years, but but I had basically one summer where I had my own apartment to myself, and I found myself that I, like I definitely would get into like okay, well I bought a pack of chicken breasts from the grocery store. I am having chicken breasts for the next six meals, and that gets like real. It gets to be a slog. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had the George Foreman grill. Oh hell yeah! Which I don't know if it, I don't know if either <laughs> either of you had the the George Foreman yeah. grill. No, but I didn't. But my roommate it. did. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so what a what a weird era of kitchen gadgetry. It was like the the instant <sighs> pot of the you know the early two thousands or whatever. It was so and gross under there and that little. It was disgusting. Trap. It was revolting. <laughs> I can't believe I cooked prepared so many meals on the George Foreman grill. It was basically just yeah, it, it, just a grill that was slanted. Yeah. Uh, so that the so that the the grease all dripped down into a little tray. Oh. It was a huge pain in the ass to clean. Uh, but I prepared uh, many a chicken breast on it. And a patty. I have a now. I just bought a, a smokeless grill. It kind of looks like this now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, the, everyone stole from George Foreman. <laughs> right. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not slanted so that you have this gross little pool in front of your food. <laughs> My roommate God. had one, and we used to just like be like, "What can we put in there?" And we were just always <laughs> putting weird shit in there, like. Grilled cheese, great. Just cheese by itself, okay. You know, like we were just like, wow, you were getting wild. Yeah, we got wild. <laughs> I thought you meant like a shoe. <laughs> no, food. But it was, it was great because, like, yeah, if you don't if you don't know how to cook, it was very easy. But it's also like just squeezing all the fat flavor out of the food. So like, it's just really? making yes, it yeah. so bad, dry. Well, th- this was like pre every pre paleo back when everyone thought that fat was the issue. Fat right. was the reason why people were, you know, obese. It was was consuming fat in their diets, and mm-hmm. so like, yeah, I, I I was on a low fat diet in the '90s as a kid, where it was like I would literally have you know a full sugar Pepsi 
and, you know, a jelly sandwich. And like that was healthy because I didn't have any fat in the meal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People were very backwards back then. Oh, that was, a, yeah, that was like, an annoying time. Yeah. Weird Taking time. certain things like yogurt, for example, um, I'm really into yogurt. You need the fat in there because um, yes. dairy has fat-soluble nutrients. And if dairy fat is actually good for you, and they would take the fat out of yogurt, put in so much sugar and crap mm-hmm. to fill it and make yeah. it like edible because it was just garbage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I had so much non-fat Dannon yogurt with the fruit on the bottom, uh-huh. and it was like you know thirty-two grams of sugar, but zero percent <laughs> fat. So it was it was healthy for some reason. I, I can I can I ask? Uh, do you have a yogurt brand of choice? Mm. I'm a Trader Joe's gal. Uh, okay, so I love. They have two different yogurts there that I love that are like organic whole milk yogurt. But the truth is, I feel like. Even if you go to, you know, Ralph's or wherever, like sometimes I'll buy, there's one called like Mountain something. I'll just, I'll just look for whatever yogurt is organic and whole milk. I think organic with, with dairy is important because yeah, it does retain like so much, you know, shit, but having that like whole milk or full fat yogurt is great. And you can find cheap yogurt. And also yogurt is actually easy to make if you feel so inclined. But yeah, you can make it in an instant pot. Yeah. Really easy. Um I've been I've eating, heard this. Uh, yeah, I've been eating this um sheep milk yogurt Damn. lately. Wow. Bellwether Farms. Blackberry is my favorite. It has the fruit on the bottom too. Just like the old days. <laughs> but I like it. It's good and it's uh I I give some to my dog as well. He goes nuts for it, loses his little cute Uh, little mind and it's perfect for like dog training because he's like focused on licking yogurt out of a cup while i'm like doing stuff to him it's a high value (laughs) trick yeah exactly (laughs) my dog is like very fearful so i'm i've been like slowly training to get for him to accept the harness on his going over his head and you know all that so if he's got sheep yogurt like in front of him he doesn't even care (laughs) wow it what is the difference between sheep yogurt and and cow milk yogurt can you taste the sheep? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think it's like there's less lactose in it. Mm. Okay. From when I googled it, for like, is it okay to give to my dog? And it's like, yeah, you can give dogs. You can give dogs all kinds of yogurt as long as it's plain and unsweetened. But um, but sheep milk is specifically less. So it, like, if you can't handle lactose well, it's a good thing to try. It's like maybe easier to digest. Yeah, or I think so. And I think it tastes great. I got to get back into yogurt. I had to train myself to eat plain yogurt because I, I mean, I grew up with like full sugar Coke and like sweets in the house constantly. And when I first tried plain yogurt, I was like, ew, gross. Yeah. But now I love plain yogurt. I'll just do right. a bowl of plain yogurt with some nuts sprinkled on top just for texture. And that'll be like a breakfast for me. And I like the sour taste of it. Yeah, um, me too. But yeah, I, I do think yogurt can be for, especially for vegetarians. Obviously, if you're vegan, this isn't, you know, you're not going to do this, but it's a good source of protein, you know? Yeah. I, I got to get back into it. I was doing it pretty consistently for a while and then I kind of got burned out. But yeah, I, like the the interesting to, to have plain yogurt with nuts, I never would think to do that, even though I like nuts. I, I usually will just throw some berries on there, yeah. like some some bl- some fresh blueberries or some fresh strawberries, and uh, that'll get the job done. Because yeah, the same same sensation. Like I remember my dad had plain yogurt when I was a kid, and I had a spoonful of it once, and it felt like I was just like eating straight sour cream, yeah. which is just like it's just too much. But you know that full fat, uh, plain organic yogurt. Once you get into it, you're like, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. Like because you can right. taste, you know, it has the fat in it, so it tastes good. I like granola in my yogurt too. Yeah, yeah, something crunchy mm-hmm. or a berry. Like I need texture. I can't just have like a smooth like goop. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So you recently announced that uh, the format of your video game podcast, Get Played, um, was changing. New name, new format. How did that go? And what you know? What spurred that on? 
we just had been doing the show for a couple of years, and it, it as I said on the uh, on that podcast, the show was called How Did This Get Played? Uh, it was pitched and sold as a spinoff of How Did This Get Made, the movie podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, we we're doing the same sort of thing with video games, playing playing bad and weird video games. And then as we were, as we did the podcast more and more, we just were kind of like, well, first off, we kind of have our own identity now. So we don't want to kind of have this, this spinoff brand. We're just going to take the get played part, which kind of has brand equity and, and have that be like, you know, that's us. Uh, we, we're, we're our own thing. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think as we were doing the podcast more, it's like it's one thing to watch a bad movie every week. Uh, that's a different level of time commitment from playing a bad video game every week. Right. We're just talking. Yeah. You're just talking the difference between short stories and novels. It's just yeah. like much more of a time commitment. And we found ourselves just like it was just a, it was just laborious for something where we realized what people were listening to was just like three friends talking about video games. So, yeah. you know, we, we just kind of simplified things a little bit in the same way that, that, that people listen to your podcast here. Two friends talk about basketball. It's the yeah. same thing. We've simplified our <laughs> format quite a bit. Yeah, we have. We're not that. Yeah, we especially during COVID, we were just like, uh, things were getting too, yeah, too much of a bummer to be like constantly talking about COVID protocols. And, you know, probably right. You experience this with your podcast, but it was hard to like ask our guests to watch a game or to essentially do homework before the podcast. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's so much easier to just talk to them about what they're already watching or what they're what they already love about basketball. So, yeah, like even if it's people who like who like watching games and stuff like it's still, you know, we'd be like, well, make sure you watch this specific game. And then it's like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask of people. And it's more for you to be like, hey, will you download this and play horrible game from like a decade ago and then pay? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, t- yeah, come on the show and talk about it. Yeah, it's a, I think that is a really good move for sure. Because yeah. I'm sure, yeah, people are not that tied to that part of it that was making it feel tedious, probably. Yeah. I don't think so. But, you know, hey, they'll let us know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're not shy about it. No. Have you have you checked Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> I try to stay away from there. Yeah, me so too. So you're um, into video games. Which video game character who's not in a basketball video game do you think can dunk? Great question. I mean, <laughs> Mario, he's got some hops. Mm. Mario can really jump. Yeah. So but I think that would be my first. He doesn't have the walls to like do his like triple hop, you know? <laughs> he can't go like boom, boom, boom up to the basket. Okay, maybe, fair. Maybe he gets that tanuki suit, you know? Or oh, yeah. he bounces on the tail. <laughs> I think he has enough power-ups to, to be able to get some air. I think also he could do that squat, you know, if we're if we're talking three D Mario, he can he can squat down and then do that power jump yeah. that takes him, you know, up uh, up pretty oh, high yeah. vertically. So I think I think Mario's an easy one. I'd also say, you know, like like a like a Samus. Samus has a lot of uh, verticality uh just from virtue of the power of of the suit that she's got. So Yeah, that's a good one. I think for she'd sure. get up there, yeah. Wow. She I mean she looks cool. <laughs> She's cool as hell. Um, Gabe, will you Google how tall Waluigi is? <laughs> yeah, he's got those long limbs. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like he the- might be able to reach. Gabe talked, uh, typed in H-O and it auto-completed. <laughs> <laughs> he's 77. Seven uh, foot seven, yeah. Oh, seven foot seven. <laughs> okay, that makes Wait, I thought sense. that was like 77 in- yeah, uh, centimeters. Yeah, me too. No, seven something. foot seven. He can definitely dunk. And he's 264 yeah. pounds, seven foot seven. Gotta be. Damn. He's he's towering over the hoop. Like he's chaotic bowl. neutral, just for anyone who's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah. I mean, good answers, I feel like, all around. What about you? I I don't play video games as much as y'all, but I did love Final Fantasy VII. I'm just gonna say Hell Sephiroth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he can do it. Yeah, Sephiroth can. can you know, just he's got those good looks. <laughs> it would be badass sure. too. There'd be all this. There'd be this choral music playing. Yeah, a uh, bunch of planets would like spin into frame. It would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he's uh like like. Did you play or 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 were you at, at at least aware of the Final Fantasy VII remake that came out? Yeah. So my sister is is really into video games, and we played Final Fantasy VII together in high school. I like stopped doing homework. We were obsessed. Yeah. Um, and she was like, "You have to play the remake. It's so beautiful." But I just. Never got around to it. 
it, it is really, really well done. Yeah. It's it's such a it's such an interesting like way to do a remake where they're like, okay, some of the gameplay systems that we had in the 90s have kind of maybe w- would feel very dated if we just executed them in the same way. So we're just going to kind of build a new game from the ground up, new graphical engine, wow. uh, change some, you know, change the pacing of it uh, and add a bunch of new content. And it's it's just like it's 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 such a comprehensive overhaul, but still fully captures the spirit of the original and remixes a lot of the audio that was in the original. That it's just like it's it's such like both a hit of nostalgia and something that's completely fresh. It's kind of an a, an amazing experience. I think if you love Final Fantasy VII the original, you'd 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 love the remake because I think pretty much everyone does, whether you like it more or less. Yeah, you know, is is will be up for debate, but I I think I think you'd really respond to it. You should at, at minimum check out the soundtrack because the soundtrack's really cool. Oh yeah, I yeah. I I gotta play it at some point. My sister said it was very emotional because there's so much nostalgia tied to yes. that game for us. So we had like you know just a normal '90s television, and we would pull our kitchen bar stools right up to the TV. <laughs> So you're like, I don't know, a foot and a half, two feet away from the TV and have our little controllers. That's awesome. That didn't ruin your eyesight? Oh, it probably (laughs) did. (laughs) (laughs) But also, we, you know, you have wired controllers back then. So you couldn't be that far away anyways. Right. That was the, the that was what Twitch was in the nineties. Is just like you and your friend or you and your sibling like playing a game together, and yes. one of you is controlling and one of you is watching. It's right. like it's the same phenomenon. Yeah, that, w- Silent Hill and Resident Evil were big games for me and my friends to play together. Me too. Be- I, I did t- yeah. uh, Resident Evil Four with a friend. It's nice because like I think for scary games, I actually don't want to be holding the controller. Because it's too scary. <laughs> I'm kind of with you, honestly. I get very, very scared. But I, yeah, scary games are much scarier than like a scary movie to me. Yeah, same. Yeah. Because you're like, you're in it more. Yeah. Uh, they released Resident Evil 4 in VR recently. And oh uh, Matt Apodaca from uh, one of my co-hosts from Get Played is, has been playing it. And I'm like, if I play this, I will die. <laughs> I will die with a VR headset on because I will be so scared. Die of fright. That'll yes, that's what yeah. it'll say on your tombstone. <laughs> I, that honestly sounds horrible. Yeah. Also, I can't. Yeah. I can't do VR. I, even just looking around in VR, I can much less playing a yeah, game I'd in VR. Yeah, I'd be scared and puking <laughs> yeah, at the same time. <laughs> motion sickness. Me and Anastasia are both very sensitive. To We're like, carsick babies yeah. all the time. We're like, can I roll down the window? <laughs> 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 it's a I, I I mess around with VR some uh, I, I got a, a headset in recent months and yeah you can definitely get some some motion sickness for, from it I'm pretty motion sick motion sick prone myself mm-hmm. uh, what I'll what I'll the thing that seems to trigger it the most is movement like mm-hmm. if you're actually moving your perspective in 3D space but you're standing still like that like is just so disorienting so I'll gravitate towards stuff where it's like okay this is a fixed experience the the character is staying put and action around them is like stuff you can look at, you know, yeah. it's a little bit more passive That's and a little good. bit less nausea inducing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll try it again. Yeah. I, I want to try it at some point, but I'm just scared. G- Gabe, you have it, right? Uh, I sold mine when we moved from LA, oh, but yeah. I did a- at one point some time ago. Can I uh, suggest a video game player who can dunk? Yes. I was going to yes. ask. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I think Sonic could turn into a ball and friggin' dunk himself. <laughs> Man, that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. I was going to say Sonic would be a good hooper. You know, maybe he doesn't have the vertical that other characters have, but he's he could be like a guard and he could just be really fast and bobbing and weaving and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, he'd be unguardable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great answers all around. Um, let's talk about... The Lakers. How are you feeling about Lakers this season? They're on a four-game winning streak right now. Yeah, I, I, and and I was going to mention the the winning streak. Thank you for for bringing it up. I'm a little <laughs> bit get feeling a little bit more optimistic mm-hmm. because you know Frank Vogel and he was kind of in the hot seat earlier than this season. Needlessly, I think he's he's doing the best he can with the roster that he was given. Um, 
which was a big it was a big choice. It was a big swing mm-hmm. to get away from what the, won a championship two short seasons ago uh, to be like, OK, we're going to have it. We're going to sacrifice our depth and our shooting and our uh, and our defense for a third superstar and mm. a third superstar who's, you know, I'm a huge Russ fan. I like Russ a lot. He's been one of my favorite players to watch over the course of his career, but he is a, a you know, in decline. He's not yeah. finishing at, at the rim at the same level uh, he once was, and he's he's always a defensive liability. So, f- but anyway, I, uh, that that long that long rambling uh, uh, diatribe uh, <laughs> d- d- leads me back to Vogel is a tinkerer. Mm-hmm. Frank Vogel tinkers. He keeps messing around with different lineups, mm-hmm. and during this four great four game winning streak, he has hit upon a different lineup, which is you know using LeBron at center. Um, also getting a lot of minutes out of recent acquisition, Stanley Johnson. And it, you know, with this sort of formulation, with this sort of, you know, kind of small ball team built around uh, uh, LeBron in the middle, they've been playing very well. And they've been, you know, uh, they've been a lot more capable on, on, on both ends of the ball. And so I think there is reason that this team can still stay above water until AD gets back. And hopefully when AD c- gets back, he's, you know, He's bubble AD. That's all you get. The, the, the team's chance for actually competing for a title is AD being bubble AD and LeBron being LeBron. You right. know, it, if, if those two things happen, they're in the mix. Unfortunately, I think this roster is just not as good as it would have been if they just, you know, kept Caruso and kept Kuzma mm-hmm. and kept KCP or done that trade of, you know, Kuzma and and and, and Trez for, for Buddy Heald and still kept KCP and Caruso. It had a little bit more you know, a, a little bit more depth and, and versatility on the wing, but, 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 you know, Hey, whatever it, it is, what it is. I think, I think vocal is making the best of things. And I think LeBron is just being otherworldly right now. Yeah. Do you think they wanted to go for age? Were they aiming for oldest team in the league? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was like, we want to try, you know, like hit a record? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be our ace in the hole. Just like, just experience. We're going to have the team, the most experienced team. I, I don't, it's, it's, uh, it was, yeah, it's, it's not that, can, you know, hey, that can work in the postseason. That can help. Yeah. But certainly for the regular season, I mean, going against young legs, we saw this, we saw that happen with them twice with the, with the Thunder. The mm-hmm. Thunder having these these huge double digit comebacks just basically because the Lakers ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. At least that seemed to seemed to be what was happening uh, as as an observer. So like yeah, yeah, it's 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 just tough. I I, I don't love this roster as constructed, but you know LeBron is unbelievable. AD when he uh, is at his most ADist uh, is is a top top ten player, top five player. So. If they pull it together, that's really all it comes down to, you know, in in the postseason. Yeah, but I, but but it's it's been. I'll, I'll say this: the team has been fun to watch in recent games because they're playing with a little bit more energy. They're they're they were getting a lot of minutes with Malink Monk, and and Monk has been has been awesome offensively. Uh, Stanley Johnson, who I mentioned, is is just like you know has been a, has been a great addition, and it's also great to just see him get another shot at the league and play yeah. really well. So it, it's the, the team is that the games have actually been pretty fun to watch in recent days. And for a lot of the season, this team was just like, oh, God, this sucks. Mm-hmm. It was just such a it was just such a bummer to watch this team just sort of uh, just just lope around and have all the have every quick guard in the league just blow past them and get to the rim at will. You know, it was it was so the team, it's been a little bit more fun in recent weeks. Yeah, that's good. I do feel like you're right when AD comes back. You know, it's like they're not out of the conversation. I think if people are discounting them, they're fools. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hey, they won the title two seasons ago. And that and also with our compressed ca- the the bananas compressed calendar two seasons ago was like four months ago. <laughs> it was like it was so recent. Yeah, so well. it's possible. <laughs> That's true. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to previously yeah. on. Um. So much happens in a week, we can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a little segment called Previously on Basketball. Previously on Doughboys. Basketball. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. It's the clip that we never got a resolution on. <laughs> yes, this for uh, new listeners, this is a very controversial clip. It's so obviously Nick Get, that I don't understand. So what. Mitch said that that is his voice and uh, it doesn't sound like him. It's not Mitch. 
There's no way it's, it's Mitch. Me. It's definitely yeah. Mitch. Let's hear it again. And Emma, Emma was gonna like check her files, but maybe we should follow up with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Previously on Doughboys. Basketball. <laughs> That's not Mitch. No. Sorry. Previously <laughs> on Doughboys. <laughs> See? That was me doing it live. I think it's me. Yeah, it's definitely little, you. But I think that's me. Mitch isn't here to fight about it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. If Case Mitch was closed. here, uh, rest assured, he would say, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Sue Bird announces she will return to the Seattle Storm for her 19th season. Clay Thompson returns to the court for the first time since the 2019 NBA Finals. KD, Steph, LeBron, and DeMar DeRozan lead in early All-Star fan voting returns. Kyrie Irving returns for road games as the Nets abandon their policy disallowing part-time players. Sandy Brondello will be the new coach of the New York Liberty. The Mavs retire number 41 in honor of Dallas legend Dirk Nowitzki. Julius Randle issues apology and receives $25,000 fine after telling Knicks fans to shut the fuck up. This is so stupid. <laughs> Wait, let's see the video. <laughs> Poor Julius Randle. He was... And Gibbs... Right. The fans, the thumbs down, explaining later after the game uh, that was uh, shut the mm up. <laughs> Ernie. Wait. What? <laughs> so all he did during the game was did a thumbs down to the the fans who were being mean to him. Uh-huh. And then later on there were like what was that thumbs down about and he said I was telling the fans to shut the fuck up. And they find him for yeah. that? He didn't he was just that's not a, what? Exactly. <laughs> That's a I think it response. was the cussing. They don't stand. The, they don't stand for the cussing. I think that. I think if he'd said like it was telling me telling the fans to 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 pipe down, I think he would have been okay. <laughs> so he got fined for the explanation, not for the. Yeah, I think. I think so, but I'm not sure. <laughs> That's stupid. It's so stupid, yeah. Julius. I think anyone should be allowed to tell anyone in Madison Square Garden to shut the fuck up. Yeah, they were probably being. <laughs> Loud and annoying. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure they were just screaming, booing their own player. <laughs> yeah. Um, they'll, right. they'll turn on you so quick, too. It's yeah. like, you know, like his most improved player last season. He, I know he, he, he flamed out in the playoffs a little bit, but come on. Yeah. Yeah. Be nice to Laker great Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> People don't have long term memory anymore. They're no. just thinking it's about true. what's directly in front of them. Okay. Let's look at. Um, Mark Cuban uh, unveiling Dirk's statue. <laughs> Dirk, who is, of course, my favorite player of all time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my German daddy. <laughs> uh, let's see the video. <laughs> because I want everybody to see more of you. And because I made you a promise, I'm going to keep my promise. Is that the Joker on his shirt? No, I think it's Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the statue is Dirk on one leg, his his very typical stance um, when he would shoot. And there's like three, three balls coming out of his hand slash head as if they're arcing into toward a basket. That's an artistic choice. But it looks weird. <laughs> and, <laughs> and people keep making adding balls to it and here we're looking at a statue of dirk with 41 balls <laughs> i don't understand like why did it need more than one ball like we know Just the balls going ball. up yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're they're overthinking that they 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 i i the only thing i think i can think of is it was the rationales maybe like because he shot a lot of threes maybe that's it it's yeah. like a, it's but although that wasn't typically a three-point shot that he would take yeah with that, right with that stance so yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's an odd decision. Are, are they were they trying to show the perfect arc of a, the parabolic arc of his shot? Were they trying to show <laughs> like it's just that precise? Yeah, I mean it's possible. I he, thought someone on Twitter called it, said it looked like anal beads, and that's all I can see. When I look at it. <laughs> oh, okay, Mavs uh, merchandising people. I yes. know you're listening. The perfect idea. I think yeah. you should make the Dirk butt plug. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hello, sharks. (laughs) (laughs) I swear it looked like he had the Joker on his shirt. 
Maybe it's Dirk as the Joker. Oh, that okay. That Could would be, be not unusual. Basketball players love to dress up like the Joker. Yeah. Um, I also think that 41 ball, you know, model could make a good necklace. Like just connect the balls back to his hand. Honestly, have Dirk yes. as a little pendant <laughs> around your neck. That'd be rad. Sure. Yeah. They should sell that. <laughs> um, wow. okay, let's look at the all-star returns. The early all-star returns uh, from the fans. It's weird that Clay was on there just because he hasn't played in so long. But whatever. Maybe he'll... He's supposedly playing tonight. So that's great. Th- this is where you see the big market advantage in action. Because like Derek Rose, uh, you yes. know, being o- over Fred Van Vliet is absurd. Yeah. You know, obviously, like I, I love Carmelo Anthony, but he's not playing at an all-star level over Rudy Gobert, or DeAndre Ayton. And, and, you know, similarly with Andrew Wiggins for the Warriors, the fourth like leading vote getter in the front court is like he's playing well but 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 for like come on right. yeah, and that's, that's crazy yeah uh so it, it so yeah you, you definitely see it here all also all, all that said i do kind of think that the top five that were that are maybe settled into from these early returns are decent picks yeah you know yeah. i mean like 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 steph uh, uh, steph and lebron and Jokic in the west obviously katie and Giannis and and derozan in the east yeah um and then you know whether you want to debate over whether uh, lucas played enough or john ja morant probably deserves it and in, in the third spot or you know harden versus trey young trey is probably just had a better overall season than Harden has been more right. consistent on the floor more, but still Harden being the second all-star uh, starter as a guard isn't, isn't atrocious. Not you surprising. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Dem- I love that Damar is number one. I love it. I, I think that's awesome. I think that's, that's great. So cute. Uh, has Damar ever been an all-star? I think so. Oh, yeah, He's been an all-star. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he started an all-star game. Yeah. I don't think he has four time. Oh, four time. Great. But he's doing so great and love to see these uh, topping that list. And also love seeing Anthony Edwards on there just because he's funny and I like him. (laughs) And I saw Uh, people were making fun of Paul George for being on there, but... He's he's been playing pretty well. I mean, he's carrying the Clippers. He's yeah, he's playing. He's great. carrying a heavy load. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, I'm an avowed Clipper hater uh-huh. uh, as a Laker fan, but Paul George indisputably is is playing at All Star caliber level, and yeah. and you know maybe his percentages are down a little bit, but yeah, he's he's had such a heavy workload that they're going to go down a little bit. He's been he's been awesome. Yeah. Um, I I think I, I I will say that that Demar and the the Chicago Bulls in general. I, I get so much Laker fan FOMO because, you know, we had Caruso, could have retained Caruso. Uh, apparently there was a there was a trade in talks for it to get DeMar to the Lakers. Wow. And then obviously Lonzo Ball, Laker, great, right. you know, uh, would be tremendous for this team. Not that there was a way for that to, to f- actually finagle that. But watching that team and watching the three of them work together is like, man, can you imagine those dudes with LeBron? Oh, well, what, what might have been? Yeah, I mean, they those three together have been so fun to watch. Damar is from Southern California, went to, wait, was he a Trojan? Who he played for a college in in LA. Yeah. I don't follow college sports as much, but yeah, he's, he's definitely from SoCal. Yeah. So I, I'm sure he at some point was trying to get back here. So, but yeah, they maybe used the fact that they all, you know, got kicked off their teams in order to fuel their fire (laughs) yeah could be revenge strategy or whatever all right let's look at sue bird announcing on instagram that she's coming back i feel like she look i want to see more sue bird i feel like she should retire though just take it easy her her body has taken a beating for sure she's played she's 41 i think I just turned 40 and my back hurts. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. I'm the, I'm the same age as Sue Bird, which is and you really start to compare your life to somebody when they're the, the exact same age as yeah. you. It's like, oh man. Like if you if you had made a few different choices, you could have yeah. been Sue Bird. You could have been playing right. professional <laughs> basketball. Or um, just been the, or perhaps been the Sue Bird of my field if I was more yeah. if more talented and <laughs> Uh, had more initiative. Uh, she, yeah, she's amazing. I was in her presence once. I won't say I met her, 
but I was I was like standing in a situation where I was not far from Sue Bird and I was too nervous to say anything. And I kind of was like, I wish I just asked. I just but then I'm like, anytime I'm like around somebody famous, I'm like, I don't want to ask for a picture because I want to know that I'm like not bothering them. Yeah. Yeah. But this was also a situation where I had to be like, hey, I know I, I never do this, but I would like a picture. Mm-hmm. And then she would maybe think, maybe believe me that I never do this. And that, <laughs> 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 but uh, I'm sure everyone says that to celebrities. I don't know. It, it, I, I will just say that like she is someone who has just so much presence and gravity uh, that you're just like, wow, this is fucking that's amazing who yeah. that is right there. Yeah, she I re- cool. I relate to that though. Yeah. I'm always like, I don't want to bother somebody. Like, I don't yes, want to interrupt right. them. Like, right. I don't want to be a weirdo. Also, when I was really young, um, and I would go up to people, I said a lot of dumb shit and made a fool of myself <laughs> yeah. many times. <laughs> so, like one time uh, when I was in college, I went and saw Michael Showalter do stand up, and I was a huge State fan. I was just like so excited to see him and he was signing his like a cd of his afterwards Mm -hmm. and he drew a cat and i said oh i love cats and then the handler like the line manager just pushed me along (laughs) so all i said was i love cats and that doesn't sound that bad i I don't know he probably loves cats (laughs) could be worse (laughs) yeah i just felt so it's not like you told him he was like a piece of shit yeah but just imagine it's like Hi, I love cats. And then that's it. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't still tell his side of that story. <laughs> that's the nightmare. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Boy. Yeah. I don't know. So you, you could have had an I love cat situation with Sue Bird, which would I be mortifying. Would yeah. I probably would say that to her. And her, she's like, hey, I'm Sue Bird. I don't stand for cats. Get out of here. <laughs> Cats eat my kind. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely people that are fine with being approached, but I don't ever want to be, I don't ever want to meet the other kind of person who would be like, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> Leave yeah, me alone. Right. And then you're just mortified for the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I'm just reliving some <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> moments right now. <laughs> um, all right. Let's look at this tweet from the Rockets. New food at Toyota Center tonight. Jumbo mac and cheese hot dog with Fruit Loops and bacon. Exclusively outside section 114. Ew, what the fuck is this, this abomination? photo? The photo is yeah. super close up to just like the tip of the dog poking out. <laughs> <laughs> Too close to any dog, but particularly this one uh, with all of its Fruit Loops. I will say I, I was sent this image by uh, four different people. Uh, I when bet. this was announced. It's so. kind of right up your alley, I think. This is uh, my world, yeah. <laughs> Why the Fruit Loops? I don't know. I, you know what? I think it's I think it's one of those things where they're it's it's uh, we're answering the question by talking about it, yeah. right? It's mm. like they they put the Fruit Loops on so everyone's sharing this Fruit Loops hot dog. I I I think they could be okay cuz Fruit Loops have a like a little bit of sweetness but they don't have a ton of flavor so it might just be more texturally uh, textural on this like this, you get this, a little crunch know, big, sloppy in there. dog. Yeah, but exactly. I think it could be okay. I don't think it would be good because I've had have you guys ever had uh like a hot dog with sometimes they do flaming hot Cheetos on it as a topping? Oh yeah. But that like they immediately get soggy and disgusting just from the like moisture coming out of the hot dog. So then it's like I think that's what would happen here is you would just have wet little rings. Yeah, you know, a a good point. A um, I do like the idea of a crunch and one bizarre place where that is uh, well executed is if you go to IKEA, not in the cafe, but as you're exiting, they have the little hot dog stand. If you get the veggie hot dog, it comes with like those fried onions on top. Ooh. And oh, it's wow. so good. And it, they only do it for the veggie dog for some reason. <laughs> I want to try it with a normal one. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you, should, you should try to stop me. But would you guys eat this? <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love a fried onion. On- no. Would you eat that? Oh, no. Fruit no, 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 no. Would you no. at least try it? I, I would take a bite and I'd be, I'd probably spit it out. Nick? If I was eating red meat again, I would have this to try it, but I would not break my red meat fast for this dog. Yeah. If I, yeah. Yeah. I I love hot dogs, um, but I also don't, like, I don't want mac and cheese on my hot dog either. Like, I just want 
a hot dog. Yeah. That never really works out well. Mm-mm, I feel yeah. like mac and cheese is just, you know, mac and cheese is best as mac and cheese. Yeah, leave Anytime it Anytime you start adding other components or like put it on a sandwich or something, it's just like we, this is just, uh, it's unga pachka as I like to say. It's <laughs> too much. You do like to say that. <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, yeah. And they have, they have the place at uh, crypto.com arena. <laughs> Has mac and cheese. Thank dogs. you. <laughs> um, yeah, you can get a mac and cheese dog as an option, and I, and I never choose the doghouse. Yeah, I think the doghouse. Yeah, that's right. Yes, a friend of mine, Jarvis Johnson, who his job is the internet. He has this theory that stuff like this. There's a whole brand of uh, internet that is just outrage clicks. And it's like, right. stop making spaghetti on your countertop, you know, and like people get mad, but they like retweet it and stuff. Uh, I think that's what that hot dog is. It's an outrage click. That's kind of what Nick was saying. Like, it's just to get right, like just to get people talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Spreading yeah, it out. Although at this, now I'm curious about spaghetti on countertop. What's going on? You know, <laughs> haven't you seen those videos on Twitter where someone in dumps like two huge pots of like Gabe, just Google spaghetti sauce spaghetti on countertop directly on their counter and then they're mixing oh it with noodles god. and like cheese and it's oh yeah they're yeah. the second one. Oh my god what a mess yeah and, and it, it this is a whole trend where it's like the the most extreme nacho recipe and it's just like nachos and they're they mix it with their hands yeah and it has very like god porny vibes to yeah. it like it feels almost like it's a kink or something and then it gets yeah Some it gets retweeted out that, to people but i do think it is mostly outrage like i think there is horny vibes because it's usually a hot lady doing it yeah um but that's all of the internet <laughs> true i i just i i'm just thinking of the cleanup and i'm yeah i'm tearing my hair out this is this is a debacle yeah yeah and then, and they're always just like I've got a party tonight, so I'm making spaghetti. And it's like just jump in. And it's like, who's going to go into your house and eat that off of your counter? Well, yeah. And you don't have a party tonight. This is actually a studio where they're shooting <laughs> yeah. this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is a, a, there's a guy named Rick Lax who used to be a magician on YouTube. But now he has this whole production company where he produces those kinds of videos. Um, just a little behind the scenes info. Wow. You can ask him for a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's look at Markeith Morris tweeting about Jokic. Oh, no. What did he say? So he's uh, retweeting Legion Hoops who say, this is wild. Markeith Morris has missed 30 straight games for the Heat since he got whiplash from his scuffle with Jokic. So if you remember, Jokic... Uh, pushed him mm-hmm. or like Morris was defending really aggressively and pushing Jokic. Right. And Jokic got pissed and turned around and shoved him so hard. Right. Yes. And he flew away. <laughs> um and they got And then his brothers were like Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. They got into like a little Twitter fight with the Jokic brothers. So he got he got injured, like seriously injured from that? Yeah, he got whiplash. He got a, he got injured, but everyone's talking about. I think what, uh, what uh, the way Keith phrased it here is: imagine having a three hundred pound sloppy fat boy run full speed and make direct contact with your spine. So ever as everyone's fixated by my 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 basketball group chat, the basket chat has been fixated on the phrasing three hundred pounds sloppy, sloppy fat, fat boy, boy. <laughs> which yeah. I think is is rude inaccurate. And also, rude. he's not right. fat. <laughs> He's, he's not sloppy either. He's not sloppy. He's and, very athletic. And he's if graceful. you see some of the like passes and stuff he does, it's like this guy is precision. Like he's yeah. not sloppy at all. Yes. Is whiplash a like real medical diagnosis? Yeah, it's when your neck gets hurt from your head whipping. Yeah, I thought that was like in a car accident. Yeah, right. but a, a car accident with Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> with a 300-pound sloppy fat boy. <laughs> I just don't... I don't like the Morris brothers. No, they I don't suck. like their vibe. I don't like the negativity they spew. Yeah, leave Jokic alone. I Look, Jokic shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have shoved you. And yeah, he's probably really fucking strong, and it probably hurt you Ouchie. really bad. But don't resort to calling him names uh that are just mean and not true 
Yeah. I, I think it was Richard Jefferson. I think it was Richard Jefferson had like a video where he was just narrating that that sequence. And he's like, it, it's 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 great. I um and it, and it's like he's basically like, okay, you don't do this. You don't do this. <laughs> Talking about Markeith hitting um Jokic, and then he's like, You definitely don't do this. And then he shows Jokic <laughs> retaliating. <laughs> but he's like, but then but if you don't do this, shows Markeith again, then he doesn't do this and shows Jokic again. And it's just like it's like it's such a very clear, you know, yeah, A to B. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't I honestly wouldn't want to fuck with Jokic. Even though he seems very nice, all he wants to do is ride his horse around. But yeah. he it's like he is bigger than everybody you got to see another side of him in that moment yeah um which uh yeah i was definitely on his side when a gentle giant stops being gentle that's just (laughs) like you got to be like oh yeah you're a giant and then you find out he's got two more Jokic's. yeah like there's additional Jokic's. he's got backup and they're like like, bigger than him (laughs) yeah did they ever confirm if that was really them? Like it was, yeah. Okay. They did, yeah. Oh, wow. What do you think would happen if Mitch just flipped one day? Oh yeah. Um Stop being I mean gentle. it's a pretty regular <laughs> it's a pretty regular occurrence. So around that a lot. Oh no. Oh boy. Um all right, let's move on to our cutie comment of the week. Each week we highlight our favorite comments made by the members of our Cutie Nation Discord. It's the cutie comment of the week. <laughs> Gabe, you just have an amazing collection of crowd noises now. (laughs) (laughs) This week's comment is from Cameron. Cameron says, I made this mistake. Cut my finger while cutting a bagel. Uh, My high school boyfriend told me that I cut bagels wrong, and he was always nervous that I would hurt myself. Touche, Rowan. Five years later, you're correct. (laughs) Um, Sorry to Cameron for the injury. We hope you heal soon. We're sending you good vibes. Yeah, I hope you're... Fingy is better. Um, I wonder how she was cutting that bagel. I was also wondering her what was her (laughs) strategy that like her boyfriend was like, this is definitely the wrong way to do it. Bagels are dangerous. And you know, look, this is actually a Billy Crystal bit, and I don't mean to like redo (laughs) his material. But if you hold one by the bottom and cut down, you could cut your hand. Yeah. And then also, like, they don't really fit into toasters. Mm-hmm. So you might put a fork in there to like try and get it out and get electrocuted. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways that you could be hurt by a bagel. I always, I hold it and I like slice Saw. through, yeah, through half of it and then I'll like turn it, turn it. Yeah. yeah. That it seems like you wouldn't, there's no way to hurt yourself. Right. Yeah. I think turning it. If you watch those dudes at um, bodegas in New York, making the bagel sandwiches, mm-hmm. that's what they do. They turn it as they cut it. Right. Right. So what's the wrong way? Just holding it, your hand like underneath that. it and Ouch. going down. Ouchie. Yeah. That's, or that's my guess of what was happening. Through. All the way through. Oh, sawing it. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Nick, any bagel advice? <laughs> uh, I've been... I, I, I try to not eat, try to have too many carbs in the morning. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've had a bagel Same. at home. If I'm going to get a bagel, I'm going to go out to a bagel place and, you know... Uh, make it worth it, the calories. Uh, but uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think my t- my technique was, you know, similar. Like I just kind of spin the spin that bad boy as I was going. You know, I, I don't think I've ever had any injury where I've cut myself with, uh, from a uh, w- w- with a knife while I was trying to 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 slice open a bagel. But mm. I just, you know, it's a. I think it's a bitter pill to swallow when an ex is right about <laughs> something. Like, yeah. Well, it's uh, also damn it, Rowan. If, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Rowan. Actually, so all of the cuties in our Discord all said, "Yeah, Rowan was right, but he can go fuck himself still." <laughs> like, don't fucking tell someone they're you know, you're yeah. nervous. Like, well, I'm also thinking like you have to have the right kind of knife too, because if you only have one that's not right. serrated, that's like really hard to cut a all the way good through. good bread knife yeah. that's serrated is very important. All right. Um, if you want to be eligible for our next Cutie Comment of the Week, you can join our Patreon and be part of our Cutie Nation Discord. Go to patreon.com slash dunktown. That's it for this episode. Yay. Nick, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? 
What a treat. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, a, a joy as always. Aww. And I, I would, yeah, uh, you know, hey, vote for your all-stars while you still can. Um, and uh, hey, check out my podcast, Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants, me and Mike Mitchell. And uh, check out uh, Get Played, uh, where we're talking video games. It's me, Heather, and, me, Heather Ann Campbell, and Matt Apodaca. Nice. Yay. Check those out wherever you find your pods. We're big fans of both. You guys are great. Um, God bless ho- you. Hope to see you on the road at some point in the future. First, I, hey, hope to see you on the road. Hope to see you in studio, oh, in person yeah. in general. Oh, man. You know, maybe at a game. We'll see. Things ever return to normalcy. We'll see. <laughs> Someday. Uh, yeah. Someday. <laughs> this might, you know, just go on for the rest of our lives. <laughs> right. <laughs> but oh, hopefully not. <laughs> So fun to think about that. Um. <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, on a lighter note, the first several times, or several, the first like two times we had you on, we always had you on at the beginning of January. So we're kind of returning to a tradition. Uh, That's true. Right after LeBron's birthday, we would meet and celebrate. <laughs> That's right. That's right. HBD to the king. Yeah. yeah. Happy belated. What is he like 40? He's younger two? than me, dude. <laughs> I think he's 37 now. It's sad, and it's but astonishing true. how well he's playing. Yeah, he's 30. He just turned 37. Wow. I was just aging him up in my head. Yeah. Well, because he's Papa, you know, he's Papa mm-hmm. LeBron. Yeah. Uh, but he's a young man <laughs> with many good years ahead of him. I mean, he really yes. is treated like a grandpa, but he's 37. Yeah. It's so young. <laughs> yeah. Sports is so weird. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it, He's been famous since he was like 15 or whatever. So it feels like he, so he's, you know, he's just been in the consciousness forever, but yeah, he's still, he's not, not yet 40. Wow. I'm closer in age. Life out of him. Wait, how old is Dirk Nowitzki? 41, 42? I think he's older than that. Yeah. I'm hoping. Um, maybe you're right. Mid 40s. 43. 43. Okay. Not much older than that. No. Yeah. And he's grandpa. Nash only 47. Oh, shit. Wow. Wow. Anyways. Baby, baby Luca. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks again to Nick and thanks to all of our cutie listeners for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design, and thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm.